An icon, by definition, is a person regarded as a representative symbol that's worthy of extreme respect. The difference between me and other people is when they picture an icon, they picture someone they've seen on TV before. I picture myself. This podcast isn't for the faint of heart or the easily offended. So if you're ready to go, hop in. Hey guys, what's up? So I literally just recorded so much of an episode for you guys. And as I was sitting there recording it, I just got this feeling in my stomach that that wasn't an icon of the episode that I was supposed to be recording today. So I'm starting over. So if I sound a little bit drained, it's because I've already been talking for a fucking long time. So a little update on me before we get started today. I got back to Miami last week. Um... And I've just hit the ground running, kind of. So I, like, got home immediately the next day. I had shit to do. Uh, Aaron and I went to dinner one night. And then the next night I had um, uh, my friend who DJs. He was in town. So we went to go see him. And then the day after that was my friend's birthday. And then my friend's birthday continued the next day. It was just a lot. And it was a lot of fucking fun. And I am so grateful to be back in the city. Like I see it in completely new eyes now. I've always loved it, but I love it even more now because of just like, just realizing how many opportunities are here and how many great things there are to do. And like all the people are super cool. Well, a lot of them, not all of them. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel energetically different than, than before. And that's because of two things. So I want to talk about first, like, uh, an experience that I had that I think dramatically changed my life recently. And then I also want to talk about energetically, like, shifting for a second reason. So the number one reason, I'll just name both of them. The first reason is I did some energy work with a shaman. And the second reason is because I, I know I'm starting a new chapter of my life. So let's start with the shaman, right? So I know I always mention my coach on my podcast, but she's just been such a huge influence in my life. And her name is Maddie, uh, Maddie Maple. She's the greatest. And she and I were talking and I was telling her, you know, it seems like no matter how much um, meditation or shadow work or like journaling or um, like ecstatic dance I do, there's certain things that I just can't seem to get over and I feel very stuck and like highly anxious. And she recommended her shaman to me. Uh, she goes by the name of Jesse Holbrook and she, so I, you know, I was like, okay, amazing. So I was thinking about it. And then the day I was packing to come home to Miami, I just felt like fucking shit, dude. Like I just was so anxious. I was overthinking everything. Like what if things aren't the same when I get back? Like I was having these very, very toxic thoughts about like, what if no one cares about me anymore that, um, like my friends, like what if, what if like everything's different now and I, there's no space for me here, which is just so not realistic and so not a thought that I'd usually think, right? So I just had this intuitive thought, like book a session with Jesse. And let me remind you, this is the day before I fly back. And so I'm like, the only time I have to do this is today. I'm like, what are the odds that she would have any availability today. And guess what she did. So I said, fuck it. I booked it. It was a two hour long session with her. And 
uh, it was crazy. Um, basically, without revealing too much personal shit, she um, asked me a lot about my childhood, about my trauma, about like the things that I'd like to work through. And then the second hour was me laying there and her visibly like, or her looking at me and doing a bunch of rituals and helping me release blockages in my chakras. And she, you know, told me which chakras are blocked. She asked me questions that like, it, it made me realize this is the real deal. Like this is a real thing. At first, I obviously was a little skeptical because I was just like, I've never done this before. And I know that there's a lot of people in like Tulum that aren't real shamans that just like scam you for money. So like, obviously I knew that this girl wasn't a scammer, but I was still skeptical because I've heard so many horror stories from um, others. So anyway, she is fucking awesome. Uh, message me if you want her information or I can like put it in the show notes. Um, but anyway, afterwards I felt definitely a weight lifted and she basically told me that from there on out, there would be like two choices. It would almost be like at a fork in the road where every time I go to make a decision in the old habit would be sitting there, but then there would be like a new choice. Whereas before it was just the old habit that would automatically happen. So for example, like, let's say there's like a lot of traffic on the highway. The old me would start panicking and like get like claustrophobic because traffic really freaks me out when there's a lot of it and I can't leave where I'm at. And I would probably start just getting really irritated. And then now, I'll like see two options. It's like, okay, you can either freak out and have a meltdown or you can put on some like 432 Hertz music and breathe deeply. So obviously it's not like, like I'm automatically going to choose the right answer, but it gives me both options. And she said that was going to happen. And boy, was she fucking right. It is happening. And so since I've come home, like I used to be extremely a, uh, like a homebody to the point where I'd get overwhelmed doing more than like one or two things outside my house a day. And I just really needed my own space. And I would just panic. Um, if like, if like, uh, my boyfriend was watching TV downstairs and I, I was upstairs and I just didn't want to hear the TV. Like the noise would just come, the noise would completely set me off. I think that there is a little bit of like a highly sensitive person, disorder in me. I I don't know if you guys are familiar, but just like noises, lights, like things like that, they can really overwhelm me. Um, but since I've been back, you know, I, I've hit the ground running. I've seen so many people. I've done a lot of things and it it might not even seem like a lot to some people, but for me, like it's been a, a lot, like a huge night and day shift. And, um, I feel like I can coexist in my apartment with my boyfriend when we're both doing different things and there's weird noises and it's not setting me off the same way. And it just feels like there's a lot less I still have anxiety but there's a lot less of it right now so I actually fell in love with this energy work process with Jesse and I'm going to book um I booked like three more sessions with her so I'm super excited for that and I would definitely recommend looking into this um it yeah it was really 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 great and um So that's the first thing is that I'm noticing just like this shift in me. And then the second thing is I'm noticing this, this new chapter starting in my life. Um, and it's very, it's been, at first it was a little subtle and now it's kind of just getting less subtle and more intense. So I kind of wanted to talk about new beginnings, new chapters, all that good stuff today. So 
Obviously, a new chapter will begin when you start a new job, you move to a new city, you go through a breakup, um, have some, or you get pregnant. Like those are huge milestone dramatic shifts, right? That's definitely the marker of a new chapter. However, and also I know so many people going through those right now, which is why I think that this is a collective new chapter that we're starting. Let me know if you agree. I'm curious because I've just been noticing this with a lot of people, especially on the breakup end. So many people I know are going through breakups right now. So um, for me, my new chapter has been subtle at first and it's getting louder and more prevalent in my life. So I feel like things were pretty calm for a while, not really any drama in my life. And then I just started having problems with friends, which you guys heard me talk about on a previous episode. And like those problems just like have gotten worse, I guess. Like it's not that they've gotten worse. It's just that I'm always like, okay, well, at least I still have these people that I know I can trust, right? And then something happens with those people. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, you too? Okay. And then I'm like, okay, well, at least I still have these people I can trust. And then something happens with them. And this keeps happening. So it's almost like I have this like house of cards of friends that's just falling. And I thought that these were like bit like strong like chains. And really, they're just like flimsy like I'm picturing like the meme of like the door locked with a Cheeto. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but it's like um, a Cheeto slid into a door lock to keep it closed. Obviously, it's fragile as fuck. Anyway, I basically talk in in internet memes. So, <laughs> but yeah. So for me, basically, I've just been shedding a lot of friends, and you know, it makes you think. Okay, something wrong with me. Like, cause you know how people always say, if you're, if you're, if you're always having problems with people, then chances are it's you that's the problem, right? And it's so easy to just be like, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely the problem. But I think really the work is in realizing what parts you're accountable for and what parts the other person is accountable for, or other people are accountable for. So for me, it's taken like, you know, I have to put my ego aside and really look at, okay, like what could I, what, what could I have done better? Like for future friendships, what, what triggers people or like, what could I have changed about the way that I handled this or that or whatever? Now, I take everything with a grain of salt because there are certain things that I will never fucking change about myself. Uh, number one, I will never, I always say this, I will never shrink myself down to make someone else feel bigger. So I will always be outgoing. I will always have a loud voice. I will always talk too fast. Um, I will always wear whatever the fuck I want and I will always put myself first and have my boundaries in the sense of like, I will say no if I don't want to do something or go somewhere. And that's nothing against you. It's just like, I'm protecting my energy. So those are my, uh, non-negotiables. And I will always also be an open book. And like, it's really hard because I'm learning. Maybe I shouldn't be, and maybe I should like have a wall up, but that's just not who I am. I'm a very passionate, loving, open person. And I can't live like that just because people keep fucking me over. I'm not going to live like that. So in terms of that, th- those are my non-negotiables, right? So then we have to think about what is the pattern that you're seeing if you are going through this? What are the, What is the pattern that you're seeing or I'm seeing in these friendships that are going wrong? What is like the common denominator between all of them? So for me, a huge thing would be... Um, 
miscommunication or um, resentment or um, gossip and also um, like, yeah, like shit talking, basically shit talking and then like only finding out way down the line. So um, I guess it would just be dishonesty if I'm going to sum it up in one word, dishonest friendships. Um, that's, yeah, that's been pretty much the problem for me. Nothing like aggressive, always just dishonesty or me feeling like everything's fine, but it's really not a lot of the time. Um, I think that communication is obviously the main thing in any friendship or relationship in any way. You have to be good at communicating or you're not going to have good relationships, period. So for me, I started to notice also, okay, and also I I urge you to do this as well, guys. Um, So now you've targeted what the the red flags or what the issues have been. So dishonesty, disloyalty, shit-talking, fakeness, whatever you want to call it, being my main problem, right? And then we have to think, what do all of these people, why did I become friends with them in the first place? Like, what do they have in common? My biggest problem, I think, is that I, and I don't want to put the blame on me because it's it's not always, it's I, I know I have a part in this, but it's not always me. I think my problem is, let me know if you can relate, I always become friends with people, not always, but I often become friends with people um, for the wrong reasons because maybe they looked cool. You know, they like wore cool clothes or they have a big personality too, or they can um, keep up with my lifestyle, right? Um, they're the kind of person where you can go to dinner with them and you know that they're, they can afford it or afford to split the bill or like, it's not going to be awkward or we can like go to these nice places together. Right. Um, a lot of people I'm friends with, like a lot of the things that we do together, I, I'm, I'm rest assured that they'll be able to afford it. Right. And I think that a lot of the people that are really awesome that I should be hanging out with are people I might have to go to, um, a little bit more of an inexpensive restaurant with or do some more free activities. And that's completely fucking okay. Um, and I think that I'm becoming more open to that. Um, and I'm being super uh, vulnerable with you guys about this because I feel like if I'm going to set a good example on how to work through these problems, then I need to be vulnerable. And I need to say, yeah, it's in a fucking city like Miami where everything is about status and glamour and nice meals. It is like imperative to have friends that you can do those things with. Right. But I think that basing your friendships off of that is definitely a red flag. And I have gone through this so many times, especially with women where I become friends with a woman because I know that she, um, is cool and like has, bank and can keep up with me and we can like do cool bougie shit together but that's friendship should not be based in how much money we can spend together like and I I've learned this lesson a billion times I've yet to learn it uh fully but um yeah it's like for me I'm learning okay let's take the holistic route with my friendships and I'm not saying that people that are spiritual are poor at all that is the complete opposite of the truth most of the seven figure business owners I know are spiritual as fuck like they walk around barefoot and um meditate daily okay uh so that's a stigma that we're trying to break but a lot of the people that I'm interested in hanging out with are also the kind of people that would rather go to a farmers market 
or like hang out at the beach or whatever and might not want to like put on super, super fancy clothes and go to dinner. So I, as a person that needs, really wants this genuine connection with people, I'm going to accommodate that. Like I'm going to, instead of always looking to do some like flashy shit, I am going to go do more holistic shit because that's where I feel the real people are in my life, the the yoga community here. Um, and who knows? I think also that the, these yoga people that I'm friends with do want to do bougie shit. I just haven't seen them post about it. So we'll do both. We'll do both. But I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited because I know the kind of people that I'm trying to attract into my life now. And it's not about all of this like, like uh, just shallow shit. And um, so... <sighs> so if you're starting to know, I want you guys to all notice a pattern between the kinds of problems that you're having with people. What are the problems? What is the similarities? And in the people in general, how did you become friends? And what lessons are you taking away from those friendships? Because there is always a lesson. And yeah, there's there always is. So I... <sighs> I feel like there's like a light at the end of the tunnel and I feel like learning all these lessons is just going to make me stronger and it'll make you stronger as well. And the more times we have to go through friendship heartbreak, the closer we get to finding the people we're actually supposed to be in alignment with. And you know, even though it is really sad and it is kind of serious, it also really isn't that deep at the end of the day when you think about the fact that like everyone's vibration changes. Someone that was aligning with you before simply isn't aligning with you anymore. And that's okay. Um, for me, I personally, I, I, I've never like outwardly fought with someone and said hurtful words in a really long time. And today I ended up saying some really hurtful things to someone that used to be close to me. Um, but this person really threw me over the edge and cut me really deep. So I went deeper and, that gave me the most disgusting feeling I've ever, I felt like I, being mean is just such a gross, low vibrational thing to do. But sometimes, you know, like fuck a bitch up if you have to, you know, <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I think that it's, it's just relationships are hard, man. Like every kind of relationship is it's work and it's communication and it's voicing if you have a problem. And if you're listening to this and you're the kind of person that just brushes things under the rug and you would rather just keep it inside and hope it gets better, fuck that shit. No, go tell the person that you have a problem with how you're feeling because you're just letting that shit sit in your soul and you are just going to let it weigh you down and make you feel worse. And that is one thing I've learned too, is that I, everyone that I, I seem to have problems with these days, um, they never let me know if something's wrong. And I, I just don't, I don't understand. You only have one life to live. So if you are having a problem with someone, please let them know. And if it's not worth it, then okay. But make it apparent that you're going to cut them off then. Um, life is too short to be holding on to resentment. Uh, like it's just, it's forgiveness. For, oh my God, I'm stuttering. <sighs> Forgive those who have hurt you. Voice your opinions to those who need to hear them. And let go of resentment and anger. 
And this is not easy shit, guys. This is not easy shit, especially if you've been going through it a lot of it like I have. But, you know, what gets me excited is knowing that in the chaos, that's when you level up. The universe is always preparing you for the next step. So if the people that you're hanging out with aren't in alignment with you anymore, uh, that's because the universe is getting you ready to level up. And those people are just not meant to be in the next chapter. So how I'm dealing with my next chapter is I am like, (laughs) I just froze completely. How I am dealing with this is I'm trying to have a positive outlook. Like I really am. I know that the best is yet to come. I know that the right people are on their way to me. I know that I already have a lot of like really good acquaintances in this city that I'm going to try to nurture with people that I admire, with people that have passions and really good uh, love in their heart. And they have careers that they care about and they're just full of love because at the end of the day, we all are love And we need to express love to one another because there's a lot of shit going on in the world and we all could use a little bit more love, a little bit more positivity. So these are the kinds of people I want to be around. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I never used to believe in this whole evil eye stuff that much. Like I believed in it, but I never really applied it to my life. I always thought that if someone was nice to me, that it meant that they liked me. I just thought that that it was as that simple. And now I'm learning that that's so not true. People can be nice to you. People can hang out with you every week. People can plan entire trips with you. People can, people can get you birthday gifts. People can send you love messages and they can still fucking hate you. And that. I swear, like, that has fucked me up, guys. It has fucked me up. How much energy it takes to lie like that and pretend like everything's okay, but it's not okay? I could never be me. Could never be me. You will not catch me out here spending a second of time with people I don't fuck with, and none of you should either, you know? (laughs) I, I just, yeah, like... Those of you who like who feel me and like know really what I'm talking about and are on the same page, like you're the kind of people that I I love and thank you. And this podcast is my pride and joy. And I I know I always say this, but hearing you guys tell me your feedback and how much you love it, it just makes me so happy. It really does because I'm really on here just talking, <laughs> and there's never really a script. There's never too much of a plan. And somehow it all works out, right? But new chapters are scary. They're intimidating. They're exciting. There's a lot of unknown. You're kind of jumping without a parachute. And you have to just remember this one statement. The universe has my back. It's one of my favorite mantras. Whenever I'm feeling doubtful, I remember this mantra. The universe has my back. I am surrendering. I know everything meant for me will be for me. (laughs) Everything that's meant for me will be. And so it is. Okay? (sighs) Stay strong. If you're going through change, we all go through it. 
let yourself feel your emotions, start getting clear on what went wrong, what the patterns are, and then burn that shit and let's start fresh with a fresh list of all the qualities we want in our new life with our new people and and our new achievements and goals, all of that stuff. I love you guys. And I am so excited for that episode I make when I tell you that this point was all fucking worth it. Have a good day and I'll see you soon.